Good morning. Morning. Now, I don't know about you, but you know, it's like, is it the 2nd of January today? Is that right? 2nd. You know, like I was just thinking this morning, well, you know, we'll, we'll go to church and we'll kind of, it'll be a short service and, you know, then we'll kind of leave and get on with, with stuff. I don't, I don't know if you came with the same attitude. Maybe I need to just check myself a bit. But how good is it to then stop, focus on who Jesus is? Does anyone feel blessed by that time just to stop? Like not rush through things, not be in a hurry for the next thing, but to just stop and focus. Um, well, over the next few weeks, over January, we're, we're looking at a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a mini-series. Uh, and we're going to be hearing from a few different people. I, I go on leave for half of January, which is pretty nice. But, uh, but we'll be hearing from a few different people. And, and we're looking at, over January, this idea of what is God saying to you? What is God saying to you? And we're going to hear from a, a couple of different people as to what is God saying to them. I um, Who enjoys watching animated films? Does anyone enjoy watching animated films? If you've got kids in the room, you've watched probably lots of animated films. Now, my wife is especially good at when we watch something animated very good at picking the voices, like the actors who are doing the voice. Is anyone else pretty good at that? Hearing a voice and recognising who it is. I am actually terrible at it. IMDB helps me out every time. But, but Susie is very, very good at it. Um, playing the guessing game, whose voice is that? This morning, I want to just remind us quickly... And you may need to hear this. I want to remind us that God still speaks. Do we believe that this morning, that God still speaks? The God of the Bible desires relationship, right? And relationship requires communication. And for this reason, I believe that God is active in our lives today. We don't have a God who did this set and forget a long time ago, right? Where he set things in motion and then he removed himself. We talked about that on Christmas morning together, didn't we? That God isn't a distant God, but that actually God is with us. I believe that God is constantly speaking to us, constantly trying to grab our attention. Now, most of us probably in the room believe that. Right? We believe that God's an active God. He speaks to us. But most of us, well, many of us, struggle at times to hear the voice of God, don't we? Even, even Dan kind of saying this morning, well, it wasn't that he hadn't prepared. It's that he just wasn't sure maybe what God was saying in the moment this morning. And luckily, we, we explored that together. And I love when we do that in community. But... Many of us struggle to discern the voice of God. So this morning, before we hear kind of what God's put on some people's hearts, which we'll get to hear through January, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, I'll be listening on SoundCloud yeah, on holidays. Uh, I thought 
how can we, how can we kind of teach, how do we learn this morning about how we discern the voice of God together? Is that okay if we kind of refresh ourselves on that? Turn to the person next to you and say, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Yeah, good on you, Jacob. So I want to have a look at just two things quite quickly this morning. But the first is, how do we know what God is saying to us? And the second is, how do we know that it's God who is speaking? Good question. I'm glad someone thinks so. Uh, so I just have some, some quick pointers, uh, keys you might want to call them, that we can explore together. And I want to tell you that this isn't just information. There's some information in here, but this is maybe a bit of homework, maybe something for you to explore during the week, maybe the month of January. Um, But I'll tell you one of the key ways in which we hear the voice of God. And, And I believe we probably won't be able to discern the voice of God if we don't get this right, is is we have to know our Bible. Know your Bible. Does that sound daunting for anyone? I find that there are times where that that really kind of, yeah, makes me, makes me nervous and, and like I don't know enough about the Bible. But the more we read God's Word, the easier it becomes to recognise the voice of God. We become familiar with God's voice the more we get into Scripture, the more we read Scripture. Can I tell you that uh, parents would know this in the room, that you become familiar with your kids' voices to the point where even if you are in the most crowded space, that you could identify your kids' voice. Maybe you could identify your kids' cry. You might might be able to identify your partner's voice in the crowd as well. Not just in the quiet places, but in the noisiest. Can I tell you this morning, that's the goal, isn't it? That we wouldn't just be able to hear God's voice in just the quiet moments, although I will talk about that in a second. But that actually, we get to know God's Word so much that it becomes so familiar that we can discern God's voice even in the busiest, in the noisiest, most distracting places. Do you think that's the goal? Anybody with me? That's what I want anyway. Um, The more we know God's word, the more effectively we'll be able to test the messages that we are hearing as well. This is, uh, there's a word for this which is called discernment, where we're able to discern what is God's voice and maybe what are some other voices. Good discernment leads us to hear the voice of God above our emotions. Good discernment. When we, when we think that we hear from God, is it in line with God's word or is it just our emotions. I know that at times this is a maturity thing as a disciple of Jesus is, is I, I feel like there are times where I was hearing God's voice very clearly. I felt like it. But now I look back and I think they're my emotions at the time. I, I was feeling this about this and maybe I discern that as God's voice. 
But maybe I was still immature in my following of Jesus. Maybe I didn't know God's word enough. And so I placed my emotions as hearing the voice of God. Am I making sense? And actually for us to mature in how we discern God's voice, can I tell you that there are no real shortcuts in that? In the same way, there are no real shortcuts in any relationship, are there? We can't just go, I meet you, that's it. I'm going to know your voice. Even if we're in the middle of, I don't know, Tea Tree Plaza. Is that a good, good example, Jacob? Thank you. It, Jacob's really good at communication, so I just want to get his feedback on that. Uh, yeah, I'm making sense, right? Uh, can I just tell you that when we do listen to God's voice, God's, God's voice always implores us to that which exalts Christ and builds his church. Yeah? When we listen to God's voice, God's voice will always be around ex- like encouraging, building his church. Maybe there might be times where God's voice is correction. They're the, that's pretty hard, the correction bit. But, uh, but I want to kind of get past God's voice isn't just our emotions. We have to know God's word. It's the, it's the start of the year. I don't know if anyone's made New Year's resolutions. I, I think New Year's resolution, it's kind of not really cool to make New Year's resolutions anymore. Is that true? I feel like that's true. Like it's kind of not been a thing for a bit. The start of the year, there's a, there's, I know I've got some mates and over the last few years, there's this guy who does the 30-day shred, uh, which people read the whole Bible for the month of January. And the idea is not to get stuck down in kind of the details of the Bible, but what's the overarching story? And, and it's a great exercise to do. I have never got past day 10, I don't think. It is, it is a lot of reading like a lot of reading. This year I've decided last minute that I'm not going to try and do the shred this year. But instead, I've started, as of yesterday, started to read the Bible in a year plan. And I was like, I know for myself, that's a great way to pace myself. Uh, With the shred, I, I remember you would have to read a lot or you would listen and I... If I'm listening to the Bible, I don't take anything in. I get distracted very, very quickly. Reading is definitely the way to do it. But, um, but maybe this might be a time for you. If, if regularly opening up God's Word isn't a thing, maybe now's a to- good time to, to start a reading plan. It might be reading plans I find are the best way because it's a bit of accountability. There is a set thing. If you get behind, you can always, you know, catch up. It doesn't matter, right? But uh, daily habit of opening up God's Word. We're not going to be able to discern God's voice properly if we're not daily entering into God's word. If we're not hearing God's voice through his scripture. So how do we know what God is saying to us? I want to tell you the first step is a bit honest in that we need 
to be able to recognize the voice of God. And I believe the only way to do that is through reading Scripture. So maybe this morning you need to uh, open up the Bible app and start a new reading plan. Maybe you already have a reading plan in place. That's a great way to do it. Can I tell you to add value to that? Isn't just reading for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long you need. But maybe you want to journal alongside. Soap journaling has been something that I've done in the past that that has helped me greatly. And if you want kind of details on that, I've got little pages that I can give you just around what soap journaling is. It's just looking at a particular scripture, uh, you know, the application, observing what what it kind of says, and a prayer. All right, so reading your Bible. Now, the second thing that I've kind of got down as a bit of a pointer, how do we hear the voice of God? How do we discern what God is saying is, is get rid of distractions. Like I said, there is a point where we can reach a kind of maturity where we will hear God's voice in the distractions. But in the same way as if you want to have a good conversation with someone, that you need to maybe get yourself in a place where you're free from distractions. Is anyone else get distracted easily? Anyone? Now, it might have something to do with there's a good chance that I've got ADHD, but I find it very hard to keep my attention on one thing for a long time. And uh, even, even watching a movie, even like... Sitting, I find myself getting distracted very, very easily. In 1 Kings, there's a story about uh, Elijah. And we hear that there's like a storm and, and he's waiting for God's voice. And we hear there's all these big things that happen. But in the end, it was the quiet, still voice of God. Where Elijah had to quieten himself to hear God's still, small voice. My second tip this morning, first one is just read the Bible. Get stuck into it. The second is we need to get ourselves in a place where we're listening out for God's small voice. Away from busyness, away from as many distractions as you can. Like I said, it it can be hard. If you're a bit like me, you get distracted easily. I believe that this needs to be intentional time. Who knows that we don't just stumble across still undistracted times, do we? Do you ever just find yourself in the middle of the day and you're in a really peaceful moment? It doesn't happen very often unless we're intentional about it. Quiet place, free from distraction. Learn to hear God in the quiet first. I believe one of the best ways to do this is making prayer a conversation. Quite often, I know this is quite often my prayer is God, I might even start with some worship, right? God, you're so great. Uh, You're amazing, God. You know, I can't believe creation around me. I I can't believe what you've done for me. Uh, And God, this thing is really bothering at the moment. Can you please deal with that? Or, you know, I need this. Or can you help with this? And amen. 
who knows if you talk to your friends like that, before long they would avoid you. <laughs> they only talk about themselves. Oh, it's nice that they give me some encouragement, but, but they never let me talk. A relationship with God is supposed to be exactly that, a relationship. Prayer is supposed to be dialogue, not monologue, right? Can I encourage you in your prayer time to sit, be silent, still? Is God talking back? I I believe so. I believe that when we pray, when we reach out, that God wants to talk back. Let's make prayer a conversation. Are you making a time and space at the moment to hear from God? Are you making a time and a space to stop, to listen for that small, still voice? I want to tell you that I believe that it needs to be intentional. Now, there's nothing more that I, I hate around like, like religious practice, like as in doing it for the sake of it, where you just make a time and a place and that's it. But I believe they're tools that can really help us cultivate a relationship with God, where it can help us to discern and hear the voice of God. Making a time set aside to read God's word, hear his voice through scripture, but making a time to stop, get away. Am I making sense? For some of you, this is daily practice, and that's awesome. It's good to have a refresher though, right? Uh, The third thing is I believe that we hear God's voice in Christian community. I believe that we have an individual, personal kind of relationship with God, and we hear God through Scripture and prayer and through His voice. But I also believe that God speaks to us when we're living out proper Christian community, when we live in a faith community. Um, Paul talks about it. Peter talks about it in First Peter. He, he talks about, um, he says it kind of accepting the authority of our leaders, but this idea of get counsel from like people in spiritual like authority, in leadership. Can I just tell you that God doesn't just speak to leaders. I want to make that very, very clear to this morning. God doesn't just speak to leaders in this church. God doesn't just speak to the leaders of this church. He speaks to all of us. But I believe that it is wise to ask a mature follower of Jesus to help test what you are hearing. That we actually might hear from God in our daily reading. We might hear from God in our prayer. But I believe that we have each other to test what God is saying. That we aren't just basing it off, again, our emotions, what we're feeling in that time. But that we use each other for wise counsel. We have some people here and, and this morning represented who have been following Jesus for some time. Who are mature followers of Jesus. And I don't mean just in age, but in their walk with Jesus. There are people here who have learnt how to discern the voice of God, 
who maybe have had a bit more practice, who are able to pinpoint that, kind of tuned into the channel a little bit better, maybe. Can I encourage you to talk when we meet together, whether it be church on a Sunday, whether it be our life groups, whether it just be in daily conversation, talk together about what God is saying to you. Let's test it together as community. You might, you might need to ask someone who's a bit further down the track of following Jesus, how do you hear from God? What are the practices that you do that, that help you hear from God? I love that when we get together, there's a chance for the prophetic to be spoken. I believe like worship this morning was prophetic in that. God's truth declared, we sing together. We hear God's voice in community through prophetic words. Now, I think sometimes when we think prophetic words, we, we may kind of think someone standing up and kind of, thus saith the Lord. And that might happen. That'd be amazing if we had that happen. But I think the prophetic voice of God happens in just normal conversation too. Where people are like, like encouraged, there's exhortation. Sometimes that might take the form of correction. Might be a bit of a, a, a pulling up sometimes to, to challenge. But prophetic voice, prophetic word are words inspired by the Holy Spirit. And sometimes it might be as simple as speaking scripture over each other. Can I just encourage you to speak those words if God is giving you those? Um, again, we want to make sure that we're testing them against what Scripture says because if, if it doesn't line up with Scripture, then I, I'm pretty sure it's probably not God's voice. But I want to encourage you to speak out if God gives you something. If you, there's an urging to say something, to encourage someone else, if it's uplifting or helpful to please speak it out. I, um, I always think how exciting our gatherings together each week should be. And, and most of the time they're pretty exciting. I enjoy when we're together and, and there's great fellowship and community and we, we look at the Word of God. But, but how exciting should it be every Sunday to go, I'm going to hear from God in community today. I'm going to hear like God's Word spoken to me and over me through our interactions through community. Last uh, but not least in this kind of idea of Christian community, we hear God's voice also through the writings and the sayings of saints, don't we? We, can, uh, we have a rich history of people who have followed Jesus, a rich lineage of people who have written lots of books. And I believe that we can hear God's voice through writings of, of other people. Do, does anyone agree? Again, to be tested against Scripture. We, hear, um, we can hear God's voice, obviously, through our interactions, but also through things written before 
uh, and the words of saints written down. Yep. Uh, I've always said that I want this church, Rev Church, to be known for its obedience to God, right? We want to be a church that is obedient to God's leading and God's voice. It's very hard to be obedient if we can't discern and hear the voice of God, isn't it? The start of 2022, the challenge is that we ready ourselves to hear the voice of God. To start practicing how we listen to the voice of God. How we hear, how we discern. And I believe that it happens in daily, daily relationship with God. A God who is constantly talking to us. A God who is with us. A God who desires relationship with us. You're going to hear me say this a lot this year. But a daily apprenticeship of Jesus. We talk about discipleship a bit, don't we? We, we want to be disciples of Jesus. We want to follow Jesus. I, I love the term apprenticeship like an apprentice of Jesus, that actually every step of my life I want to mould on who Jesus was, who Jesus is. How powerful would our coming be together every week if we had words of encouragement, if we had heard from God that week and we, we came together and we shared together every week the voice of God? Does anyone get a little bit excited about that? Now, we, we obviously have someone who comes out the front and they, they present maybe some of Scripture for us. And we, I love that. That's, that's sometimes us hearing the voice of God through Scripture. But I love the idea that when we come together, that we would encourage each other, that we would speak life over one another, that we would speak prophetically over one another. Are you wanting to hear God's voice this week? I encourage you again. And I know this is really stock standard, isn't it? In the end, I've said you need to read the Bible and pray and maybe be together. It's, it's pretty simple. It's not, it's not like brain surgery. That's a saying, isn't it? It's not brain surgery. It's not rocket science. That's the other one. Yeah, there we go. Not rocket suit. I almost said brain uh, science. That's what I almost said. Uh, it's simple. We have a God who doesn't want to make it complicated. He wants relationship. But I encourage you to take the steps this week. Maybe even today, start a Bible plan. If that's a good way for you, start a Bible plan. If it's that you need to set a, a, like an alarm every day, and this is the time you're going to spend quiet, apart, listening. If you're a parent, maybe you plan a toilet stop at some point during the day where you get to lock the door to spend 10, 15 minutes alone. The kids can't do too much in 15 minutes. I know, they probably could. But anyway, can I encourage you to take the active steps though? Yeah? I think we have to be proactive. We have to be intentional. 
But I want to hear God's voice because I want to be obedient to what he's calling us to. I want to see... I want to see our neighbourhoods redeemed, restored. I want to see revival in our neighbourhoods. I want to see people thrive and actually come alive. Instead of despair and fear, I want to see hope and joy and peace in our neighbourhoods. I believe that will happen if we're obedient to the voice of God. Can we just pray? Yeah, let's pray. God, we thank you that you are good and gracious and kind, that you're a loving Father who wants relationship with us. In these moments as we start a new year, help us, Holy Spirit. We thank you that we have you, Holy Spirit. Guide us, prompt us. May we hear even more clearly from you this year than we have ever heard before. Guide us in our preparation though, Holy Spirit. May we maybe be disciplined in reading your word. Give us a renewed hunger and thirst for your word, God. Help us to put the practical steps in. May we at times just sit in silence. We thank you that you speak to us. Thank you that you're with us. Thank you that you will guide us. We want to be obedient. We want to see our world changed. We thank you that you are making all things new. Speak to us even in these moments, Holy Spirit. May we speak truth and encouragement, and life over one another. Correct us when we need correction, God. Guide us in love. We want to hear your voice. We want to discern your voice. God, I pray especially in these times that that we don't just listen to our emotions, what we're feeling, but but we hear your voice, God, absolute truth. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.